banana got vitamin. No, like it's just. Everything that you eat has vitamins and nutrition, minerals, all these things that your body needs. And so whenever you're drinking water, just plain water, it's flushing all of that out. Okay. My logic to all of that is, I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying, isn't that like it helps you with the the flow of like pooping and all that stuff? Water? Yes. Like it'll help you flush it out. And isn't that like the point? Like, Well, you know, you don't flush out your poop. You just help. I'm saying it helps regulate. Exactly. It helps regulate it. Right. But water with salt, Himalayan salt or lemon, a little bit of apple cider vinegar or straight up electrolytes, which is usually Himalayan salt with magnesium. So then purified water would be better water then? No. Purified water that has the electrolytes already in it. No, that's added back into it. But you can definitely get water that's pure water because... Pure water has minerals in it, but you need to enhance it because if you are drinking too much is what I'm saying. If you're overdoing it with water, like the people that have those pitchers of water, the jug that's Cause you're supposed to be drinking a lot of water, 10, 11, 12. That's not what, well, what I'm telling you that it's, it's being debunked. <laughs> like that's not, you have to drink water, but if you're drinking way more water than what your body has like that's so unnecessary it has dr you. eric burke said this yes okay. he says he has a he has an intellectual like wow that's you don't trust me no i'm not you saying don't trust that my gathering of information i on my do own. i do you don't have to put this on i'm just i i do trust what you're saying i'm just saying like now like the whole point of just drinking water is debunked it's not debunked. It's just. But you just said it's debunked. I'm just saying, like drinking plain water, because that's what we've been told for so long has just been drinking plain water, or just drink drink enough water and you're good. Now it's not enough to just drink water. Now it's you have to drink water with Himalayan sight or electrolytes. Water does naturally have electrolytes in it, but when you're buying purified, it does take it away, and so that's why, which was that's what most people drink. So you have to add it back, and then if it is water that's pure and you're still not enhancing it with anything else you're just drinking water. too much oh my gosh virgin water <laughs> that should be a, just, a good brand for a water yo so what you drinking i'm drinking that virgin water that's actually a good damn don't say that but because that's that it's the it's the pure healthy water just see it this way so <laughs> many things are being debunked because of the access to information now it's simple as that you have people who may have doctor's degrees, but they're not banking off of big pharma. So they're using social media platforms and the Internet to still have a career, but really actually feel like they're helping people. So with true information, finally, you know, doctors can say their opinion without getting. For the most part, for the most part, I'm saying if you like look at Dr. Eric Berg or this other doctor that I follow on on um, on Instagram, that's is that the one that you're always reposting? Yeah, okay. he's he just straight up. And and if you think about it, the simpler the information is, it doesn't do any videos or anything like that. It's just Instagram. No, I don't I mean I don't know. I haven't looked too much into okay. it. For the most part, it's just if I want to learn something, I just do as much research as I can, and I just weed out the information that I think is the the basic crap that they told us all these years eat six times a day have a very you know big breakfast in the breakfast morning breakfast is the most so important, important meal of the day 
and you know all these things and there's still even within the health industry or health and wellness industry there's still it's still controversial because a lot of people think that you still need to have a, a healthy breakfast um, to regulate your hormones and that intermittent fasting messes up your hormones but that's not true a lot of people don't understand how to do intermittent fasting and keto they do dirty keto and they don't also realize how you have to really depend on whole foods. You have to well, stock your kitchen up with healthy fats. You have to have it every single day. Three to four eggs, avocado. Well, explain it to, to people who don't know what's the difference between healthy keto and... Dirty keto. Dirty keto. Well, keto... Like what is the, the, the difference for those that... Because I, I think the... if And, you know, obviously correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not really into the health and wellness scene as much as you are i just follow what you say and, and do but isn't the keto and obviously the vegan vegetarian and the paleo diets the ones that are most um prevalent or the ones that's like commonly practiced yeah like it's just the most popular okay yeah exactly the most popular so like so between i'm assuming just that most people when they do the keto diet they're most likely doing a dirty keto because that, that, that sounds like it's probably the unhealthiest than the clean keto. <laughs> unhealthiest? <laughs> well, yeah, because they approach it as a diet. They don't approach it for long term, you know? So keto basically is training your body to use its fat storage as energy rather than carb storage. So all these years they've told us, you know, carbs give you energy, carbs give you energy. Yeah, but for how long? How long do carbs give you energy and what do carbs break down into? Sugars. So you can have that energy and it could be, it's kind of like a cheap way to get energy in a way. The fastest way to get energy is through carbs. But what happens? You crash. It leads to spiking your blood sugars, which, ca which causes hypertension, diabetes, so you might have energy, you might feel good for that moment. So you like get that like right away automatic like satisfaction when you have carbs. You're like, oh, especially I feel if full. you're an athlete or especially if you're like super active, you burn it right away. Exactly. But but that's still doing damage in the long term. And for those who don't who don't do physical activity right after having so much carbs, they really feel it. A you're lot just sooner. building up that sugar. Yes. So keto is training your body to use its fat storage because that way, first of all, whenever you want to lose weight, what are you burning? What are you trying to lose? Fat. fat. That's exactly what's on our, like, that's what's our, uh, that's our layers of our skin there. That's a visceral fat that's there. That's, that's what, if you burn it, will actually help you lose weight. Not carbs. You're not burning carbs. No one says that. I mean, yes, you burn carbs, but... That's not what helps you gain or lose in a healthy, sustainable way. So that's basically what keto is. It's just, you know, it, it takes a long time to get there, though, because you're literally, you're just, you're, you have to do it for a while where now your body understands, oh, he's giving me, she's giving me fats. So that's what I have to burn. And that that's why people say when you're on keto, you lose weight faster because it, it just makes sense. If you're doing it clean. You're eating what you're burning and back and forth. Yeah. And so that's what I was going to get into. That's what keto is. But dirty keto is when people do it the cheap way. And honestly, keto doesn't have to be expensive either. But what I mean by cheap is that they they don't take the time to look at ingredient lists. So 
uh, keto is, like I said, a lot of fats. So that means cheeses and, and meats and, and just, well, all meats are okay on keto. So like beef, steak, chicken, salmon, shrimp, you know, but you want to always emphasize the healthy fats. So a lot of greens, of course, leafy, dark greens are very important no sugars so you're not having any candy you're not any yeah you're not having any candy anything that says artificial flavors anything yes anything that has cane sugar <laughs> yes trust me i i know everything not to look for it's uh things that don't have that uh what's that gum that x gum thing that it has on the back x I found guar gums well those are just gums and emulsifiers that cause inflammation and yeah so yeah, you can do it the dirty way by just, okay, I got to eat a lot of cheese and a lot of fats. Cool. So I'm going to go for, you know, things that say, oh, keto friendly or like a lot of advertising. A lot of advertisement is very, there's a lot of false advertisement nowadays. And people don't want to cook. So they find these products on the market that say keto friendly just because they have a substitution for the carb but it's still not you're still not getting what the point of keto is which is to give your body a lot of healthy fats and usually those products have other artificial ingredients in there that are not good for you and some preservatives because just because it's keto doesn't mean that it's organic yeah literally everyone feels so overwhelmed when it comes to learning about these lifestyle choices when it comes to food because they're just focusing on what's out there and then what's on the market and what brand and what product should I get. But literally just starting with whole foods, just have whole foods, organic, but have whole foods. And that's that'll be the way to do it. So dirty keto is the opposite of that is when people just try to and like, oh, cheese. Cool. Let me go get this American cheese slices. You know, I don't even know what they're called. Those like American cheese so, slices for sandwiches. Yeah. So people get that and they eat that literally straight up or they get string cheese. And they just eat that right up. Like, it's like, no, there's you're trying to get everything in its most natural form. So cheese, cheese should be aged, less lactose in it, more the nutrition, more the healthy fat, um, fruits, a lot of sugars. So you should only be having berries when you're first starting out. Berries have antioxidants, no sugars. They don't spike your insulin. And it's just and it's it's that. So what would you say then, obviously, I'm not saying that you're a professional, but in your professional opinion, times that we're living in now, we, we are shopping and we, we go out and we're, we do try to stay as close as we can to this keto diet with obviously the economic kind of place that we're at. What if you're not that fortunate, right? Is there any substitute like, like I said, it's not a professional opinion. I'm just saying like in just in your opinion in general, is there a substitute just to start off, right? So it's just like, okay, they don't have the time or the funds because just from what it sounds like, you have to be very on top of it to do the keto diet, meaning like you have to read ingredients, you have to actually cook your food, you actually have to pay attention to what's going in and, and all this type of stuff. For somebody that just ha- like just wants to start off and they have two kids, they have three kids. They don't. They have a busy job. They're not. What would be the first part of the question is what would be the kind of like your tip, like where to start off and go little by little because you can't dive in. You can't just right away flip it. 
So that, and then what would you say to those that hear all of this and just says, I would like to do it, but my bank account won't, won't allow me to. Well, so those of, two things. So the first thing that people usually do, they do it through. Did I ask the question the right way? Yes, you did. <laughs> I'll tell, I'll go into what I, what my tip is. But inside joke. Yeah, I know. Or inside argument. <laughs> <laughs> Most people start in a rushed way because they're like, oh my God, I'm doing it wrong. I've been doing it wrong. I need to fix it. So they're like frantic trying to like. like go from one extreme to another. Right. And what they do is they start looking into supplements and vitamins and all these things that they think will boost their health very quickly and get a great head start with. But uh, that's not really, your body's not going to react good to those things. And most supplements that are actually high quality and not full of crap are usually on the most expensive side, more expensive side. So... I would tell people, forget about supplements, learn. And this is something that usually when you're, you're going to go start something new, you want to be where that, where, where the person that you admire, put you, on. you want to be where they're at. And so you're like, oh, why are you telling why are you giving me that, that advice if that's not what you're doing anymore? And I'm like, well, because that person worked to a certain place, their, their bodies are at a certain place. It's not overnight success. Right. And so and I can say that from personal experience, like it's taken me two years to get to the point that it's just like now I, f- I, I understand. Mm-hmm. Not obviously not That's to the level that you do, but just like I understand now, like kind of like the, the basic things to look for, the how to, you know, cook my certain stuff, what to drink, uh, like everything basically that the basics of it took me two years, even for my body to adjust to it as well. It took two years. So it's not something that happens overnight. Exactly. But it does continue. take a long time. So because it's kind of like you're detoxifying your mm-hmm. body. And not only that, I just kind of actually told um, Sarah this or yeah, I think it was her on the end. By the way, I love like when people like ask me questions like I will talk about this all day, but we won't today. But you know what I mean? <laughs> you are. You're detoxifying your body, but you're also rewiring your brain. Because a lot of the stuff that people first struggle with is taste. So they don't understand that taste is man- it can be manipulated. Like it's the connection between your taste buds and your mind. You can definitely train your mind to like something and it develops your palate at the same time. But going back to what my first tip would be, it would be to just focus on whole foods. And actually that's cheaper. It's not expensive when you, you know, you just buy a little bit more eggs, get the pasteurized eggs. Like a, a lot of the time, if you get processed or frozen or supplements, like those things are expensive. They're, you know, they're still expensive. You just have to switch your, your perspective around. Do the freaking numbers. Look at what you spend going to the grocery store every week. Look at what you're spending a month. And I guarantee you that you'll probably spend the same amount getting whole foods. It's more of, of an investment than it is like on that day. Like, okay, cool. I'm going to spend on like if they if you shop normally and I can attest to this more because my parents um, at least used to buy things extremely. Hold on. Let me get you this. 
Thanks. So my parents would. <laughs> oh yeah, I had to stop I it halfway through. But you're good. But my parents, you know, would usually buy things unhealthy, and but we would have to go shop. I'm not saying like whatever, but we would have to go shopping typically with three kids every week, especially with Brandon, because Brandon just vacuums the food. <laughs> so we would have to go pretty much like every every week to go and and get food. And I'm not saying that it's not, but just transitioning it to us now. And I see kind of how like we eat and how we shop and this and that and whatever. Because of finances before, we would we like using chicken as an example because it's the easiest example that, that comes to my mind. It's cheaper to buy the whole chicken mm-hmm. than it is to buy just the, the chicken thighs or the chicken breasts and just buy them as individual packets. Mm-hmm. You can do more with that. And you're kind of thinking of it in terms of like food on the table, but like you have to think of it in more in terms of like nutrition, like nutritional kind of value. So you, we we buy a whole chicken, right? That whole chicken, kind of like what you said with the uh, the picadillo, that you can use it for like three different meals. Yeah, a whole chicken we use it, and it's used for like five different things. Mm-hmm. We have chicken broth, mm-hmm. we have chicken thighs, we chicken have just whole broth. Yeah. chicken bone broth. Yeah, I I thought it was implied already, but yeah, chicken bone broth. Uh, we actually have like the actual pieces of the chicken with the bone in, and we have that with the right with the with the rice. We have the actual cut like we wild ma- rice, wild rice. <laughs> like we make like five different uh-huh. recipes, or like we can use it for five different things just with one whole chicken. Instead of just buying chicken breast from a store, you buy it frozen, and it's just used just for that. Yeah, exactly. But I think that it's more about looking at your budget rearranging it and then realizing oh i could do it i could do it and a lot of people get turned off by the um, the <laughs> the amount of food like for example i tell them you know you could have rice wild rice i don't really recommend it for people who are struggling with weight or diabetes or pre-diabetes or anything like that i you know i if someone really does have a lot of work to get done, let's just say it that way, they should just not, they should avoid carbs, period. Unless the carbs come from vegetables, which they have carbs. But once I think you start to, now you're actually in in a ketogenic state, I think it's okay to start going a little bit more like with wild rice. Um, Wild rice does not spike your insulin. Um, it's not a complex or refined carb. So, the, I mean, you, as you can see, it doesn't even affect us. Like I used to, used to break out with rice. I used to feel bloated with rice. You don't feel like that with wild rice. But how small is now it? Now that we eat regular rice and that's when we actually feel bloated. Like when we went for uh, Sarah and Brandon's birthday that we ate and yeah. we were feeling like super bloated mm-hmm. just because we had actual like rice rice but white people rice. get turned off by the amount of rice because how small is that wild rice bag exactly it's like so small i i think i was talking to lizbeth shout out lizbeth <laughs> she was like i was i was at she was at the store um and she was on the phone with me and i and she was like yeah if i if i give that little if i if i bring that little bag of rice home my dad's gonna look at it like what the hell is this <laughs> Is that just for you? Like, where's the other bag just for me? (laughs) I don't know what she said. She said it very funny in a Dominican way. It was hilarious. And that's the thing. Our parents, I mean, my parents specifically, been doing this very young. Um, Actually, not really. They started it in their, 
maybe late 30s to f yeah late 30s to early 40s that's very young but regardless that is young so then how come whenever we think of 30 we're just like oh my god you know why bro, it's like young now because we're getting older so it has to be young <laughs> but it is young and so well, a lot of it is that we're just trying to undo what our parents are, you know, or, or at least trying to not get away from their influence. Our bloodline. Our it's bloodline. Not even, it's not even our parents. Like, but you know what? That's so small in the, the whole scheme of things. Yeah. A lot of people settle with, oh, this is just in my genetics, but it's not. It's the lifestyle choices and eating habits that the people before us have had. And that is what creates that genetic, you know, mutation and that that uh that impact genetically but it could be undone because it wasn't like that originally like the people that came before us before us our ancestors did not eat all the shit that we do today and so it really is going back to the basics we don't need that pro i always think of that like whenever i look at the market i'm like okay this product looks cool but is it necessary because they didn't have this when people were freaking barbarians and cavemen. And, and, and I mean, evolution but has made us. But the life expectancy was low, though, back then also. It was, so but because of other things, other factors. And, and what I mean is that. But that also goes towards the, the health and the diet as well. Surviving if you really think off of it. the land. Like surviving off the land, but also like, um, for example, like famine and stuff. Obviously, if it's a. Uh, like a, a disease like the Black Plague or something that you can't really control it. But there was a lot of people who back in the day would die because of high blood pressure, diabetes, that we would know now that's what it is. Back then they didn't. Yes, but were they snacking like they were like we are now? I mean, we don't know. Physically, like, of course not. What would they have to snack? Cinnamon. Whole Foods. They had cinnamon. Like cinnamon, cinnamon was great for you. was was really was really big in the day. Cinnamon they had this. Is amazing. They had sugar canes. Actually, like that's what they would import back in the day. Great for you. Corn. Not GMO at that time, probably. You know what I mean? Like things have had to be produced a lot quicker, which has led to this non-organic environment. But things originally, like whenever my grandpa came from the country, from from the U.S. or from the U.S. from Cuba to the U.S. It's like, oh, that's a lie. All that organic stuff is a lie. It's all false to fake news. I'm like, you in Cuba, you would eat organic. If you peeled, if you grabbed a banana from that tree, if you grabbed a cocoa from that tree, and that tree is natural, un unaltered, no one has put any pesticides on that tree. That's organic. That's, it's just very simple. They get caught up in the label. And I try to, I also try to stay away from the labeling too. Like I don't trust everything that's labeled organic because it also is a marketing tactic nowadays. That everything ass. gets destroyed. Everything gets harder and harder to believe and just how it is. So always coming back, like coming back to, and what was the second question? Maybe I answered it. I don't remember, but Maybe. the, 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 well, the financial part is like go towards whole foods, eat whole foods. And you'll see that financially you will be able to do it. It's just simple as that. And then a lot of people get scared because it's like, oh, my God, I got to maintain all this food. And if I buy whole foods, that means I got to cook every day. Rearrange the, the way you use your time. A lot of once you decide to eat healthy and I'll kind of I don't mean this on this point. Once you decide to eat healthier and to take care of your body. 
that pours into almost everything else in your life. Now you have to eat at home, which probably will help you and your family become a little bit closer. Or, you know, the fact that everyone is now caring about, like the kitchen is the heart of the home. And if you put love into that, it'll pour into other areas of your life. And also just the fact that now food isn't just something that you just put in your body because it's entertainment. It feels, it tastes good. It's great. It's amazing. No, food is actual fuel. When people say that, like, it's true. We need food, but do we need to eat a lot of it? No. What we need to do is increase the quality of what we eat. Do you think that's why it's, it's so hard for most people, mostly immigrants, just because of that that other culture mentality? Because exactly what you said with your grandpa, how he used to eat whenever he would be in, in Cuba, and he wouldn't think that things were natural organic. He would just get it as is, and just because there was nobody spraying anything, it was naturally organic. Do you think people who come from other countries, because they kind of have that same access to food without even thinking about it whenever they come here they have that same mentality of not even thinking about it so they buy whatever's cheaper and then they do that for so long by the time that culture wise or like um what's the like i don't want to say perspective because that's just it's so played out with us saying it but like they shift yeah like like cultural shift yes like they finally would adjust to america and then they see if they're able to, because some don't, but they're able to see the facade or maybe the, the next generation ends up seeing the facade or like the game that's played. I mean, and you try to tell them like, look, it is exactly what you say. Like you actually have to read and it's not. Is is that why you think it makes it difficult? Because it can go for so long through generations or through just family in general. Well, I think that Hispanic foods on the market have been very attractive to immigrants coming here because either they didn't have it in their country so they want like for example cubans they never actually had cuban food in cuba so when they come to miami they're like oh this is what cuban food is was this the food that was supposed to be in my country okay so let me go all in now they're gonna go to the store and they're gonna buy goya and they're gonna get whatever else other type of you know i mean i can only think of Goya right now, but Goya, adobo. I mean, they, they're they cooking their culture food, but with the worst quality products out there. Like, they're the, like it's the worst. So, but it's what feels like home. It's what feels comfortable. It's, it's what feels right. Because this, this is what I, like, every time you talk to a Hispanic, they're like, oh, but that's not, that's not the oil that we use. That's not the, that's not the sugar that we use. Where, where's the domino sugar? Where's the white sugar? Where's the white rice? Like, what the heck is this, you know? Um, and so we just have this idea of what our food is supposed to be. So that's what makes it hard. And it's also cheaper. People, when, when, they, when, they, when they come from their country, they're not going to be able to afford a healthy lifestyle right away, which sucks. But that's one of the things. It's very hard to peel away from that, especially our grandparents. Especially. So I think that's one of the reasons why it's so tough. But Hispanics are very hard headed. We know that. And we can speak. We can speak (laughs) because that's our people. But they are. So why is it then with all of that? Why is it that you think 
um, all the unhealthy stuff seems to always be in places that are predominantly other class citizens, meaning non-whites. You go to a predominantly white area of the same city that you live in and there's access to different kinds of stores or they have different kinds of services and it's kept a little bit tied. Like, like you know what I'm trying to say? Yes. Like, why is it that all the unhealthy stuff seems to, you know, just be right where the, the middle, middle class to lower no. is at? You go to BK, for example, and there's Whole Foods, there's actual like grains and they're actually and it's there, but you don't see kind of that same access for people here. So then it kind of breeds that unhealthy lifestyle within that area. I think that. Unfortunately. The richest people are. White, and that's something that we can't deny. Like, it's true. Like, I mean, it could be changing as we evolve, hopefully. But Which the, it will naturally happen just because of, for lack of a better term, crossbreeding. And I say white, but I mean, that's very general too. But I don't like to generalize, but what I mean is the people that have been here the longest, right? Non-immigrants. Um, or people from a non-immigrant background, at least not close in their bloodline, because these people still are, everyone's an immigrant. But... Um, first generations, second generations. Anyways, they they can afford they can afford the options because there's plenty of options in this country. There's options, and that's what actually everyone is sold that you have the uh, freedom to choose. But then they come here, and they can't afford it, so it keeps them in that place. That is, unfortunately, the way it is economically set up. It shouldn't be that way, but it is. And I think that maybe we can say that that's the argument for creating a drive to even be better or grow or become successful so that you could but afford that lifestyle. But that's where I think lifestyle. it's messed up. That's messed up. Because I'm saying that's what we could say. But because like like why is it so easy of a mentality to be like oh once I make it like trying like to put it in, in like simpler terms but like how come is it whenever I make it I'm I'm gonna get out the hood instead of whenever I make it I'm gonna take the hood with me kind of mentality right mm. like if that's the case why wouldn't you want to give back more to the community to help rise that community so there's more people like you, like that are able to give back. So you make it, you make something of yourself, you become this brand ambassador. And instead of bringing more people with you so they can experience that, obviously in a, not in, in like a overnight success kind of way, but just like giving back, like actually going to talks, actually going to events locally in not your community. charge a hella ton to be able to, you know, like I would keep it everything that I do affordable because that's my brand. Whenever I speak in on a YouTube video, I'm giving a tip to do this in an affordable way. 
That's why you'll see me maybe talk about that same website or that same brand over and over again. Because if you start seeing me switch. Thrive market, thrive market, thrive market. market, Because it is affordable. If you start seeing me switch from this place to that place, you're like, oh, this person just wants to make money. But no, I'm telling you that until another affordable way comes on the market that's a quality, then I'll talk about it. But for the most part. Because we live affordably. Yeah. So we can end up having pleasures in other things in life. We're not trying to overdo and become materialistic. Because that's going to take away from the type of lifestyle that we want, which is out and about traveling. Yeah. yeah. It's still going to be more expensive because it's still going to be a level up. And that's what I kind of it all comes down to. Everything is 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 levels like there's levels to this. When people say that, it's true. It's a hierarchy. It's a freaking pyramid. It's a I don't know what it is, but every time you do make a decision into a different direction it is bringing you into another world it's bringing you into another environment of different people of different information a new perspective different a- different access right so every any any kind of change you want to make in your life it's gonna feel uncomfortable because it's a new set of challenges it has to be uncomfortable exactly it's the only way so Whenever, but but I but I try to keep it where it's still at their reach. So why why do you think I talk about Walmart? I talk about Walmart all the time. I talk about Costco. I talk about Aldi. I I you know all these places that you can. You're all. But then you go a little bit to the higher end, and then you also uh, have done Whole Foods. Whole have you done Sprouts? Barely. That shit's way too expensive, okay. and I can get the same thing at Whole Foods or anywhere else. But Whole Foods is, you know, and I'll still complain about Whole Foods if it's getting a little. But guess what? Oh, I just thought of a great video for you too. You can do one of the farmers market. Oh yeah. Obviously, when we're a little, so when hard. after Italy, mm-hmm. and we have a little bit more saved up, we should do um, farmers market a, huh? a, a farmers market go one online. and go all exactly online because I've said it kind of like what we were talking about before in terms of like buying a whole chicken instead of individual chickens. I've told you that I want eventually to for your dad to teach me how to hunt, to have a cooler or freezer in our house whenever we have one, a big one, and actually go and hunt the meat that we're going to eat. Because if you and learn how to skin it and do all that stuff, because that just packed in there, we have one good day, we're eating good for like a good six months, just with the amount of meat that you're able to take off from an actual like live animal. Mm-hmm. So like kind of like with that same mentality, also have like chickens in our backyard, like actually grow our our vegetables. Go back to harvesting. I mean, yeah, it's just how it should be. Because as much as we're pushing forward and all this other stuff, I mean, it can go one or two ways. It can be everybody goes towards one area of the country and that can be like Florida Tech, like just everybody is pretty much predominantly located there just the best place to be honestly just because of um like you know weather and uh, climate and all that it's just eventually everybody's going to start just coming south it can be either that and we become more futuristic in a way just because things are more packed or kind of like that but it wipes people out more so then you'll have to go back to the basics harvesting and all that other stuff exactly yeah I mean, either way, it has to happen. We need to remember because we're so fed by corporations that we're forgetting the process. And that's what has led us to such lack of information or people just have forgotten that 
you know, what is or are, are not able to distinguish anymore what's good or, or what's bad for them. But where you are every single week, Walmart is the majority of people. I'm telling you, just look over to this section and get this instead. And I, even with Whole Foods, since it's expensive, I'll be talking about this 365 brand, their white label, which is a lot more affordable. I'm their not white gonna, label. You know, like it's, <laughs> it's just, it's, there is a way, but a lot of people, when they look at that, they're like, they get so, it goes back to what I was saying about the challenge. It's like, oh, that's like really expensive. It's a couple more dollars than what I usually spend on that same thing. So let me get it here. It's that. It's that shit that you really do need to push through. Look at the white, I, I, and that's exactly. And that's, I'm glad you said that. Like that's exactly what you should look for is those white labels. Yeah. Don't look for none of the private label brands. Don't look I mean, for could. none of the There's premium label brands. There's businesses that are doing good, like they CFA are. and all that. But you need yes, to for then sure. now, with that, you have to be knowledgeable on ingredients. Exactly. But if you want to be more cost efficient, then you should find a white label organic brand. Like 365, exactly what you said. That's an organic white label brand. They also have that for the cleaning supplies as well. They mm-hmm. also have that. Um, I forgot what it actually is called. But they have it in HEB. That they have, like, this is the the private label one that we have of the soap. And I remember when I came home and I asked you, I was like, is this a, um, a, like like an organic brand? And you were just like, yeah, it is. And it was cheaper. I didn't know it, so that's why I didn't. I didn't. But that's kind of where, where the knowledge comes yeah, like in. like I pick and even, choose. Like, even in HEB, they have it. So if they have it in HEB, they have it in Whole Foods. I'm sure you can find some sort of like that in, like, Walmart as well. And then you also have to understand, because this is where people get, like, stressed out, is that I'll, when I tell them, yeah, but just because it's the white label and everybody says organic doesn't mean that that's the best quality. So, for example, the only thing that I get that's white label at Walmart would be um, the coconut sugar. Yeah. That's it, really, for the most part. Because every other white label thing, I don't completely trust it or, you know, it, it, it's missing something, a label that I'm looking for or a certification that I'm looking for. So, like, avocado oil, I don't even think... Walmart has an avocado. Oh, yeah, they do. But the avocado isn't 100%, you know, um, organic or pressed or non-GMO. So it's like, okay, then I have to get this private label, you know. So you have to navigate through that. And it's just so many things that people, it is a, you know, tough project. But it's, I, I, I don't think it'll take that long if you really just sit there with your partner and with your family and talk about it talk about it because it's your freaking life <laughs> it's your freaking it's life or death like your health isn't just i want to look better i want to feel better i mean we can use that surface motivation as much as we want but this is life or death or if you want to say this is bad quality life versus good quality quality life and we only have one life like, if that isn't enough motivation, I don't know what is. Of course, there's mental issues. There's literal sugar and, and things that's already in their system that makes it hard for them to get out of it. Food is could be toxic, could be addictive, bad food for you. So there's a lot of layers that need to be peeled. There's a lot of work to be done. But that's exactly what should scare you. The easier, it'll be easier if you start earlier. And if you do it with the people that you live with, not just by yourself, because this is a thing that, you know, needs to be with everyone. 
But whenever, I'm, well, if you want to say something, I was just trying to go back to no, no, you're good. Hispanic I'm, thing. Oh, well, we'll we'll come back to that because I, I want to take that to uh, an, an, another point later on. Water. Water. Yeah. So what I want to ask next, because you kind of touched on it, that it's the earlier you start, the better that it is. How important is it for our future kid? I'm speaking into existence. Our future kids, matter of fact. They're going to, with the knowledge that you have obtained and have passed on to me, that's an accountability that we're going to hold our children to. Yeah. How important is that for our children to, from the jump, start already with that lifestyle? Oh, my God. I think about all the time how our kids are going to be because my parents introduced me to this healthy lifestyle in my teens or preteens to teens. So imagine how our kids are going to be, feel like how well developed their bodies and their brains are going to be, their vessels. Like it's going to, they're good. It's going to be so powerful and strong. And, and I mean, on point because we're going to be starting from the very beginning from I'm already starting. We've already started because our bodies is what's going to produce another human body. So what we do matters and is already impacting their future and their life, their quality of life. So even just with now taking prenatal vitamins and just that's another step because I was already eating so good that I'm sure I already have really good um, nutrition enough to produce a life. Did you order the prenatal vitamins for ritual? Yeah. Okay. But I... Now, I do need folate, so I just imagine them and I just think they're going to be at the top of the game. They're going to be at their highest performance. And I'm not just talking about physical. I'm talking about mental performance. Like, But if you are talking physical, then hopefully they have my competitive nature. They're going to be versions of all of us. And hopefully you have some athletic ability in you <laughs> to also add to mine. Well, I was. <laughs> I was not like just because I wasn't completely athletic. I've been physical, okay. The dance. I've I've been the most hyper kid you could ever think of, and like you know that is true. And I'm just my mind with your butt with your gene. I mean, our our family for the most part, they're pretty good. They're pretty healthy. So you know it could be worse. <laughs> they're pretty healthy. So. Imagine now us, we've taken it a step further and then our kids are going to be like taking it away, like a step further. That's just, that's, she's, I mean, I don't know. I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see that from the very beginning, how it impacts their life and their health. Um, but going back to why is it the way that it is when it comes to healthy foods being in an, in, in places that are not affordable to most people, we can stick to the argument that we said before about that's just the way it is. And it is. It's it's wrong. And I hate it. And there's obviously things that we can go into deeper because literally the government doesn't care about. They're trying to, they trying to uh, regulate the population, okay? And that's I'm going to leave it at that. Or you can continue further if you want to. But none of that, just sitting here and complaining about that, isn't going to change it. What is going to change it is how we, how we are as consumers. The only, I mean, we are literally their product. 
whenever people think about putting something out on the market or creating this franchise, they think about us and what is our weak spot? What is something that people would be would become addicted to, obsessed with, and come back and back over and over and over again? That is what we, that's just what they think of. Like we think of the product that we grab from the shelf, but they think of the product as in us, like we are the product. So if not even like, like they think of the, we think of the product, they think of the consumer. Right. But I'm saying the consumer is the product to them because, because they need, they, you know, they need to know what is missing in the market. What is that people need or want to be able to create something and put it out? I think that started with like the introduction of like fast food. Like McDonald's, Burger Kings, corporations. corporations like that. Yeah. And then they're just, now they're just taking that to the extreme and seeing how far they can take it. That's why like soy chicken nuggets are becoming a thing now. Well, it's vegan, which, oh my God, veganism is something that I I can't speak generally because I know that some people usually, you know, have certain health conditions that they need to go to a vegan diet. But if you have no, I mean, no reason you're missing out on a lot of nutrition. Like vegans are malnourished. They are because it's very hard to maintain that lifestyle. It's even harder than keto or organic just eating period because you have to have vegetables constantly. And then when you realize you can't always maintain that, you have to then go for these processed, highly processed vegan foods on the market and then now you're malnourished because the, you're eating soy and you're having all this gmo in your food and your diet it's like just beyond so meat and um what's the other one and on uh impossible burger impossible burger. i mean yeah so even though they might be clean in their way you're still missing your nutrition a lot of people don't a lot of vegans don't take vitamins as they should because that's another thing that's really tough. Like if you are a vegan, you have to take supplements then. And that's very hard to maintain and it's expensive. So anyways, if we as the consumers shift what the need and want in the market is, they're going to have to stop producing that product. I mean, that's just a very basic way to see it. But we tell them what works, what's getting, what's giving them money. We do because we're the ones that say, okay, yes, or okay, no. Like we are, we, the exchange of money is us giving them a response. So if you start to change what you put your money towards, that can possibly change the pricing. And that would go into the whole, um, taking away the control that we feel of corporate America. Like that, that sense of power that maybe they seem that they have, that we just feel like there's certain corporations that just have a stranglehold on the society. I feel like that's us giving them the power because we actually control it. Like we make them actually like the more that we keep using them is the more they're going to keep making it. Like, the reason yeah. that they have power is because we keep buying it. Like, that's why that's they keep period. making a profit. That's what I was saying. Yeah. So if they keep making a profit, they're going to keep on trying to push it as much as they can to try to get as much profit as they can out of it. So in reality, they don't really have the power. Like, we have the power, but we're, mm-hmm. you know, not using it to, to our advantage. We're being manipulated it in a way. Well, think about what the average Hispanic says. And you know, we're talking about family, friends, whatever. 
or even just what we see. What is it that they say usually, like when you tell them, "Ah, oh, you have to eat this, you have to eat organic." You know what? What? What is they usually hear? I don't know. What do they usually oh hear? Oh my god, are you serious? Because you don't understand Spanish. Yes, you do. Ah, you don't say eso no es, no, no. Like they just like that. That's the type of attitude that they have towards it. You know. You never ex- seen that? Yeah, like that brush off mentality kind of thing. Right. That's that that hard headedness, of course. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And they just they're they're lazy mentally to be able to change their mind. They don't want to get their minds changed, and it's just like it's tough. They, they they you try to tell them, and they think that you're being modern. You're being too like I don't know too. To American, right? And it's just so weird because but you that's are crazy. being that's exactly American. exactly where my mind was going. You are literally being the most American by feeding into these lies. Feeding into the... Go back to your roots. Do you roots. think that's what being American is, is feeding into the lies? Of course. Feeding into the lies, feeding into... I mean... I'm, so, so if that's like, why is it... I don't... Damn, that's crazy. I don't think it's them feeding into the... Like it's the, that it's I, I think that they are feeding into the lies. I don't think that that's what America is. Oh, like, exactly. Like, like what it is to be American. Oh, because you're saying you're just like like you're feeding into the lies like you're you're you are American. I just don't think that. I mean, I see people that are the most American prideful people and they have either shitty eating habits and and, and just shitty souls shitty lifestyles because i mean i that's not everything but just because they're so prideful doesn't mean that they live a life that's against the normal like so but that's I think an extreme that I, of an american because you can also go to the other extreme and be like people who are too open-minded also like aren't really in touch and they're like they they don't stand firm on some things, you know. Yeah, but uh, being American is 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 buying and surrounding yourself with a lot of American influence. And what is American influence besides the whole freedom thing? Besides the whole, you know, what you know, everything else that bring keeps us united, quote unquote. What is it? It's mcdonald's it's burgers it's it's walmart it's it's barbecues it's football that you know also involves with a lot of heavy junk sports i mean entertainment sitting on your couch drinking having you know that is our focus entertainment and 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 this lifestyle that really is you can do those things and enjoy them but you don't have to go all the way as to like also enjoy them to the point where you're every time you go to that event, you're also going out a lot on food. You know, you go to Walmart, you buy all this stuff that's 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 on that commercial. You go, you know, it, that is American influence and in the day to day. And if you are feeding into that and you are you're you are the brand like you are the brand. I think we've just lost it. I don't think that it has that that is America originally. I think that that's what it is that's now. corporate America that's corporate America but how so that's not then saying that's I mean I think that that's a difference in the terminology is like that's not being American that's just being brainwashed by corporate America right because but, what being American is is the freedom of thought and the freedom of decision and still being able to be prideful in that and hard-headed in that in a way 
right? So it's it's a it's a different because you can still be like you're gonna be hard headed in your healthy organic lifestyle, right? In that in that aspect because that's what you know is true. So you're hard headed in that, and that's American in its way as well. So it's I'm not saying that it's American just because. They they think of the I think that's just being brainwashed by the corporate America. I think it's we're all American. It's just do you have that like are you actually American American? Like do you have the freedom, the freedom of thought, the freedom of like you are free to look up whatever you want to look up. You're free well, to ta- get whatever information food, you are. Though we're talking about consumption. And I know that's corporate what America is the one that's giving. I mean, all giving us all these options to choose. So but, it's not America. It's like it's the capitalist. So like they're like they're but capitalistic. That's America. That's that's what I'm saying is originally it probably wasn't like that. But now it's consumed by that. Like corporate America is everywhere. And corporate just, America is America is what you're saying now. Yeah. I so think then what are we then? We're people trying to bring it back to whatever it was before all this saturation. And that's still American in its way, in its own way. But when I'm talking about when our grandparents say, oh, that's American, I'm like, yeah, but you are being American by trusting that commercial and then buying that product by like that's maybe not America, but you're feeding into the American propaganda. Right. What I think truly America should be, I don't know if it's ever been this, is, you know, farming and harvesting and supporting local businesses that's what America has been before. I don't remember that time, but it has been that before. And when I go ahead, because you already look at me like that. Like when you go to other countries in Europe, they care a lot about what, you know, food and, and that like that gathering and that social yes. aspect. And but with quality, not with junk, not with getting trash, not with partying. Like a lot of them, they do that and they enjoy that that same emotion and they get they they get that fix but they don't do that with lowering the quality of what they put into their body and so that's why i'm saying then the way that we think might not be then american that's what i'm saying because if if we did that then we wouldn't be the superpower that we are if we just focused on harvesting and we just focused on farming and we focused on that kind of things we wouldn't be america then exactly that's my point but that's but that's the point of like that's why we are America. That's why we that's why we are here is because it's not like that. What I think that it's becoming it isn't like we are America and it's supposed to be capitalistic, but I think it's becoming more so of a um like it's an extreme version of it. I think the the point is that you come here because you have the choo- the, uh, the the freedom to choose. Because there's a lot of options. You just have freedom in general. Right. But it's the manipulation of the freedom is why we're in this current situation right now. What I'm saying is like they're like the people who look at these commercials and they trust these commercials. It's not being um, like they're just caught up in the like we we're still American. Like I wouldn't want to go to another country because we're not going to have the same kind of opportunities that we do here. You wouldn't have a health and wellness brand if you lived in another country. It wouldn't it wouldn't pop because you're just in your town. Like there's no really way to capitalize on it and reach the masses. That's why it's kind of like what what I said well, is why that would it matter if we in don't that know country, there's of, not really the issues that they they don't have the issues that we have here. So then the the 
whatever you're fighting for is kind of different. Like the only reason why we, we have to create these brands and have to create these different products and have to create these different channels of information is because there's so much wrong information that that's, that's the market to be able to create this. But it's also wellness. the freedom of you being able to do that though. Like that's what I'm trying to say is like you, if like, if you keep going on this, I'm just like, it's, it's a simple kind of thing. If you keep going on this trajectory that you're going, you're eventually going to create a business. Like something like this is going to materialize into a business business. and you're able to to then capitalize on it. Capitalism, create some capital off of it. That's an opportunity that you're able to get off of a passion, right? If that's just the way of life in another country, what is it that is then pushing you to be something more, to be something different, to... It would be something else. It would be another thing that needs to be talked about and influenced. Like if 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 a whole entire country already has the health and thing down packed, okay, we'll move on. Now what's what's the next fight? What's the next war? But I think that the fact that it's such freedom. a freedom. Right. That's okay. what so many countries I'm not saying there's a specific country like this. I am just saying that that's our focus here. And I'm also saying that when it comes to looking at our government and seeing the laws that they pass it's nothing to support farmers organic farming there's no incentives for that no no president is talking about you know any of that and i mean it's not that they have to but what i'm saying is they don't preach health and wellness but they do support and are a part of plenty of powerful entities and structures and systems that feed and create an unhealthy lifestyle so all the way up until the place where laws are created in this country health and wellness isn't a priority so when i look at my life and it's such a priority for me and i look and i realize i can't depend on the mainstream media mainstream sources of information mainstream voices and influences to align with my values and what I fight for every day that creates a disconnect I feel American but I really don't know why at least I don't I mean I know why because I'm of the freedom that's something separate and I know that that capitalism is a byproduct of that freedom because freedom to choose creates options so options bad and good options and I'm glad that both are out there but when I actually look at the effort and the energies, where are they being put towards the most? All in all, it's more towards an unhealthy lifestyle. Can it get better? Of course. The fact that there's healthier brands out there, the fact that there's influencers or just people on social media talking against the things that we've known all these years or thought we've known all these years that's a great sign that we're moving into or towards a direction but it makes me think are we going back to the basics of how it maybe used to be so it is you know it's it's or is it this something but what was it like like what what was it what was it what like when you say like is are we going back to what it used to be like, i don't know we it? don't know like all well, the so then before like, as much I guess before a lot of corporation influence, but there was still all these, you know, there were still GMO farms. There was still like, I don't know if there was an organic presence like that, 
before. So then the question I have for you then Regardless is Regardless is I feel like we are good going into a better direction. Well, I feel like we're never going to go back to what it used to be in that aspect. It's just because of population of loan, just of sheer population. Like, for example, and, and this is going to determine, like, kind of solidify the positions that we're at is, do you think if the majority of people that eat unhealthy switched overnight, for example, that we have enough supplies and goods to be able to feed everybody all naturally and, and organic. We as, don't. We don't because as long as our government continues to not really support in any way farming, we won't have the sources that we need to. Because That's what I'm trying to say is that when it, but as the population grows, like we don't have, because it, it goes back to what I was saying before is the world is changing as well. So what used to be where, where we used to farm, which was the Midwest is typically kind of, or like, you know, in areas that we used to farm, the population isn't there anymore just because the weather is so bad. Nobody wants to live in that. environment either. And it's like a whole entire cycle. Yeah. So there's no really investment for government to make in kind of those areas and it's kind of like with with the infrastructure kind of um argument as well that it's you like you can't catch up like Mm -hmm. that's it it's already made like you you can't fix orlando it's already crowded it it like whenever you were building the city you should have had the mindset that this was going to grow into something a lot more now they're trying to catch up they're always doing construction on the I-4. They're always, there's always road closures because they're trying to catch up, but there's still like, there's more people flocking there than they can catch up to. Coming it back to the health thing, there's more people being being born and more resources coming up just because of the freedom of it. That even if we were, like if tomorrow Biden was just like, instead of canceling student debt, we're going to put that $30 billion and invested into farming yeah like that's never gonna happen exactly because big pharma needs to be fed you know it's it's that's what but i that's mean that's all but that's all to the side because you're just saying like we're not putting anything into the agriculture well, side of it but because their focus is uh, there that's not gonna make them the power and the money that they need is what i'm saying that's why it's like when i whenever i say i'm American. there's no return back on investment no roi yeah i mean I, that's what I mean by there's a disconnect in how American I feel. I, I think it's slowly just like my dad, which is kind of scary in a way, but my dad and, and I am so grateful to be here and I love this country. And that's what I think people get confused. They don't know how to listen to someone that talks shit about a country, but then says that they love it. But if you ever, if you understand anything about love, that's how it is. And when it comes to, for example, my dad in Cuba, his entire young adult life, all the way up until 27, I think he's when he left Cuba, my age about to be in September. That's like, he was, I, I love what my grandparents were telling me about what they lived. But what do I love about this country right now? Because he looked around and all there was was a dictatorship, oppression, communism, control, poverty, hunger. Like, what is, I can't live the life that I thought that I would be able to live. So, what I, at least I was promised by the stories my grandparents told me. And it's crazy because I think that I'm going through that same process. Here? Here. 
I'm going through that same mental process. And I think the only difference is that hopefully I'm going to be able to have the, the resources and tools to be able to do something about that and create the life that I want. But my dad, since he was the immigrant coming as an adult, he had to somewhat still play into the game and kind of not really care about making any, uh, how do you say that, advocate moves because he had to survive. He needed to create a life here. But I think that that's what my generation is for, is to actually put those ideas into play. So where's what is the, the new America? So I'm feeling, where do we go from here? Right. Like I'm feeling like I don't think that the promise that they give here, I don't think we've been completely a, 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 a true reflection of it. Because freedom is so general. All the, 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 the propaganda and everything that we talk about, it's all so general. And it's true. So that's easy. It's easy. When you generalize or when you when you keep something so vague, that's what I mean. I guess I shouldn't say general. I mean vague. All the all the 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 chants and the the phrases and the and our law. I mean, it's vague because it kind of doesn't really account for different perspectives of what freedom is. So for me, freedom is being healthy, being happy, being able to own and be in control of what I put into my body. And while that still could still happen, like it could still be a thing here. Like you and that's what makes this country and what makes what makes me love it is that you have the option to create that life. But it's still going to be hard because you're literally pushing and shoving through all this noise and everything that says the complete opposite. Because that's not what the country's version of being freedom or being free is. Free is just literally do whatever you want. Um, but and it, even if that means to kill yourself, like be killing yourself slowly in the process. So, yeah, I don't know. I just whenever you think about America, when you're somewhere else, you think about this simple life, like, you know, cultivating, creating, harvesting, share, or, you know, trading. You think of local you think of southern hospitality you think of all these things but i mean we're not that i don't think they think that i think some people think that on the outside or no no not like europe and stuff i'm talking about like when it's someone who dreams about being here or like the, the i think best. that was a back in the day kind of dream not I, e- I think with the access that everybody has especially in other countries and so stuff just a decade ago or two and and just I think a lot more than a decade or two. Like that's what at least since I come from an immigrant family and I'm first generation, that is what That was like forty years ago. That's not Damn. Like, I've only been on this earth twenty five, twenty seven Damn, I'm twenty seven years. What are you talking about? But I'm saying at that what dream I, of what America is or, or what they would like America to be. That's not that long ago, babe. 45, 50, 40, 50 years ago is not a long time ago. Okay, but but that's what I'm trying to say is that it doesn't I'm saying that it's not now. Oh. That that used to be the dream. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Because it's not the dream anymore. So like when they think of America, it. when they think of America, they don't think of, of what that is. Like they don't think of harvesting and southern hospitality and all that now other stuff. Now it's material. Exactly. Now, oh, I can have this. I can have this brand. And that's and I can see that in my it's cousins. It's access. It's the access to, to things. You see it in the immigration. The yeah. immigration is different because people are coming with a different purpose and a different, you know, like need or want. So now they have it like in their countries, technology is is 
has a presence. It just doesn't have it all the way up until how we are. They're not are consumed by it like we are. Right. So when before or just, you know, we're already 50, living in a new world age and it's going to get crazier. Yeah. 40, 50 years ago, it was like, I just want the freedom. But now it's like, yeah, I want the freedom, but I also want an iPhone. I want a PlayStation. I want a damn I, I want throw me out a like credit that. card. No, no, no. <laughs> I want to be able to have that nice car. You know, it, it now the drive to for immigration is material. Mostly. I'm not saying, I mean, I'm saying all them people in the border, I think they really do want a, a just freedom. <laughs> but I'm saying the people are doing it legally or just have that process and that time to think about it. Or, I mean, I just see it and you, you see it. When people come, I've seen it in all my life from Cuba they be the last couple of people they become materialistic and then they use and they and and they 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 enjoy the freedom but in a way that's not really conducive to their health or their growth so they go through all those motions they do the worst and then now they got to redo it and i mean sorry not redo it undo it by trying to be healthy again and it's just like i mean this is all going back to food cuz that's my main main point but yeah. it's just crazy because it's just like if everybody's coming here for capitalistic purposes for opportunity purposes for matter of fact more so for materialistic purposes right if that's what everybody's coming here once everybody's here like we don't we don't have the infrastructure to hold that many people i know i know the world population in November is projected to reach 8 billion people. That's a lot of people. And we're the majority of them. And like in three major like areas, which is China, India, here. Mm-hmm. It's kind of where the majority of people are. And with that many people growing, that means there's going to be even more and more people because all those people had to reproduce. Where to if it's not if it's not here if it's not here and that's because what's scary. It, it's also because it's it's also in my thing that is also like um, America's fallen. Every civilization has to fall. Exactly. Even the 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 greatest of civilizations fell. And that sounds scary, but there can always be a plan. It's just gonna be no. Nah, it's 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 scary, but and you it's, know what's it's scary? like new level stuff because we've never dealt with it our parents never dealt with it well they our parents parents never dealt with it they've they felt the the fall like your grandparents for example or, my, or probably your, your great-grandparents they felt the the change of a country yeah my parents were it wasn't already. a fall of a civilization it was just country government and all that other like it's gonna be like when a civilization falls it's because somebody takes over yeah it's not because it crumbled and it becomes a different variation of it. No, I'm saying that we're imploding and there's another country out there that's just waiting to capitalize on it. Right? Why do you think Russia and China are always things that are being pushed? Like that's something that's always like a, a back in your mind kind of fear with everything, right? Like that, that's just what it is because that's, that's where the threat's coming from. And that's why everything the way that it is now is like we're we're imploding. We're, well, we're not. We're reason- putting all this all these resources to to uh, to the army and to the military and to like to defend us and all that other stuff. We're imploding. 
There's nothing that nobody's doing on the outside that's causing this. They're just, they're just letting us just kill each other. Yeah. And the most. But why? Because of the same things that are, are threats, supposedly. We're still, we're still benefiting from them. China's a threat, but everything's made in China. Russia's a threat, but we depend on them for oil, or at least did. I mean, the world as we're all one, okay? We're all one. Literally and in all the ways, figuratively and literally, because we all need to trade with one another. So one thing happens somewhere, it shifts everything else here. And and that's what you think, that you're untouchable. Here, at least in this country, we think we're untouchable. We're, we're so comfortable that nothing's going to happen. But even just with a war that happened with Russia and Ukraine, we got affected. We're but still being affected. We're, we're still being affected. And then, but not only because of what happened, but also because of how our leaders have used the crisis and the war, right? something that's going on somewhere else to their advantage. Whether you think as a distraction? No, no, I don't think it's a distraction. I honestly don't even believe. Or propaganda. No, as in like their benefit for getting reelected or their benefit. Yeah, like votes. I mean, that's just literally the drive for most things. By fear. When you're at a sales job, what is your, what is the thing that you're trying to get? Whatever the product is. Commission. You're trying oh, to yeah, get yeah. commission. You're trying to get. Oh, me being a salesman, like that's what I'm trying to get. Yeah. 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 You're, but you're trying to buy people because so then that turns into commission. Not Essentially. Buy people, but like you're trying to buy them yeah. with an idea. Sell them at it. Not buy. Sorry. Sell. Yeah. An idea. Okay. So politicians, they need to sell to get votes. Isn't that why you said the other day that like the. No, it was no it was somebody else that said this. But, oh, you know, yeah, we were painting. He was saying he was just like the the hustlers and all this other stuff. Like they see the BS of the politicians. Yeah. Because like they're doing the same exact thing. They're just doing it in the streets. Oh, that's right. Pips politicians. And- yeah. Like like politicians are doing it like they're in front of everybody. Too. But like they're just the OG hustlers. That's why they're in it for so long. Yeah. Like, yeah, they have to care about us. You have to learn about it. That's why like, they don't become anybody of value until they're like in their sixties because like, as they're going up through the ranks of the political world, like they're just, they're learning the game in essence, right? Like, okay. So when I say this, like, this is the, the kind of like the, the recognition or, or this is like the, I get something out of it when I do this. Okay. They don't like this. And then you're learning that game of how you can manipulate the people as a society that once you reach 50, 60 and you become a presence and you have the, the charismatic personality and you have the wherewithal and you understand the game, you have your donors, you have your lobbyists. And that's when he's like, all right, now let me control the masses and let me become president. Yep. Now let me start like, like you understand the games or let me be somebody in the Senate or in the house, like the head of it. Like, let me, let me be a, a, a person that can basically shift the balance of the culture Yeah. in a way. Exactly. And not only that, they have to care about us a little bit. And that's what they're learning is how to manipulate us. How to, but how to really, they don't really, they can't In care. their thirties, in their forties, like that's like. 
every job. They're in this and they're just getting reelected and because re- we don't vote for them. Yeah. Like, and I'm saying like we don't, I'm meaning like just like normal people, like we don't vote for them. We didn't vote for Biden, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying like, like, Whenever, they, like they just stay in it. Yeah. I just really think that that that's what I mean by American is tied to all these huge entities, but really it should be just about us, like it says, for the people. But it ain't. It needs to be we the people and we the people only. So, like, for example, the changes that we can make is with this new wave of immigration. Once my cousins come... Well, first of all, because of technology and the advancement of it, they already know that I'm into health and wellness. They're seeing what I cook. They're seeing what I eat. Back then, they were just like my other, like my aunts and uncles and my grandparents. All they had was just a phone call with my parents and, and some commercials in the prop, and, and, and the TV and the entertainment that was manipulated in Cuba to then maybe wonder about, okay, what, did it, what, what, is, what is it like to live in America? Like what's the... Oh my god, a lot of food, food, food. That all that's all they thought about. Hama. Like I can eat there and that's all. It stops and ends there. But now with this generation, my generation, they're already looking and they're seeing that actually no, there is a kind of war or conflict there in America, which is bad versus good and bad versus like bad food versus good food. And so now my cousins are seeing that. So whenever they come. I'm sending them baskets, immunity boosting baskets. They already have they already have me to get that information from and do differently. And now you're going to have a new wave of Hispanics, just any immigration in general, choosing differently. And that's where my positive outlook comes in. And then when I think about everything else, yeah, we're going to shit. But like when it comes to that, I think we're getting better. So at least we'll be healthier through it. Because if you think about evolution, we've just been getting weaker and weaker. We can't fuck it. We can't go through a damn battle or war here and survive like how they probably would have been able to do back then. We're just getting weaker and weaker. We're sitting on our asses more. We're, we're eating worse. And so but I think that now is like we're getting back up to being strong if we're if we have more knowledge we can do better and be more powerful at least that's what i hope yeah i mean hope isn't really reality though when it comes to it because like even with that like it's all we can do i know it just sucks and it just, it just makes you think like what is then like the purpose of it all right because like if, if you know you can be hopeful, but then you also kind of have like some some uh, synonyms. I can't even think of. I can't. I don't know how to pronounce the word. <laughs> but like you're you like you're skeptic in a way uh-huh. of it being cynicism. Cynicism. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that word. <laughs> um. So and and that more times than not because it's it's a trend and history repeats itself and you just see it getting worse and worse. That you know it's it's not going to end that way. And if that's the case, kind of goes back to what we've been talking about, kind of where my head has been at with things lately has just been outer space and space in general and then the universe and then God and all that other stuff. And it just, if that is reality and you just see life getting worse and worse and worse, like if, 
there is a God, where he at? Mm. You know? Are you going to play, are you, are we going to put out the last one that we did? No. Okay. You want to do this and talk about this? Yeah. Okay. So Cause I, I'm, cause I still believe in God. Like, don't get me wrong. I've like, there's plenty of experiences in my life that I see God that I, I don't know. Like it just, I, I know that he's there. Right. Like I just don't think, and, and like I'm saying that, and this is kind of like where the, the skepticism comes in it just because I'm trying to have like more of a broad kind of like perspective with it as well. Like I have my personal belief, but then I see kind of how it goes for everything else. And it's just like, uh, like I don't understand um, in the most simplest terms. And it's just, I, I don't think that it's God, like a figure, like he actually has direct impact and there is destiny in a way. Like, I think the universe is God. That's kind of like if you put good intentions out into the universe, like the universe is everything, everything living. Like there's a part of us in everything that is alive. We're all swayed by by that. And that's just, and we got, and that's what God is, is the creation, is creator. It's, he's the one that started this painting and this drawing. He created this world. And then he was just like, okay, now let me just keep do like he's an artist and we just keep doing other things and that's why this you know that's why it's a blank canvas and space is ever expanding the universe is ever expanding because he's just having different creations of different things that goes into my my theory that there's other life somewhere out in the universe but we'll hopefully get into that later just talking about here though later in this one or yeah okay i'm just just talking about here though like we're making it up as we go yeah. Like we're and because we don't have the knowledge of what space is, or we're divided already on what the belief and what the creator is and who the creator is. Exactly. So that's why we're so busy with that. That like maybe there's so we're many distractions out. in everything. That's why I just love spiritualism. That's why I love just understanding and going by the belief that we're all one. Because if we try to get caught up in who's the god and god of what. And, you know, I mean, and religion and practices, it's just like you have this and people need it to be disciplined and and people need it for hope and people need it for belief. And we're tribal and we need groups. We need. Yes, we're human. And we need a belief that drives us. But I feel like we're animalistic. We're literally getting divided because we're trying to tell people how to believe it. Like, let people be tribal in their own way, in their own forms, with whatever they believe in. We can have opinions and we can have discussions, of course, but if it is always leading to division and hate, that's what we're getting too busy with. If it, That's what keeps holding us back from reaching an, uh, a common understanding or a common belief that maybe will help ascend us into the next level of our human race. Instead, though, we're so busy dividing each, uh, getting divided with that hate over religion or over politics. So technology doesn't have that war and fight. And look at the masses that it's reaching. 
technology is advancing though so that's why ai and that's why ar and vr and whatever is slowly going AR, to take over augmented reality whatever yeah augmented reality it's gonna take over if we don't get our shit together if we don't stop getting distracted over all this stupid stuff like that's just what i'm trying to say i can get into what i be- who i believe god is and what god is and how it really works but i still keep it light and and i don't attach to any form of belief that wholeheartedly because the point in believing is not seeing and so I'm not trying to get to the place of where I am so specific and so obsessed with my belief that I'm actually trying to force myself to also see it. That's literally the opposite of what belief is. So why are we fighting and why are we trying to create such a straight uh, like strong arguments? Like don't you don't have to paint the picture for everybody. Just live your life and discuss to stimulate each other's minds and hopefully get into a common belief that's not so specific with details that's i think the ultimate goal because that's what can only bring us together if we're always fighting over these little little points and details and padre pio was it a miracle or wasn't hey papa is he communist or is it i mean i don't know listen (laughs) these saints these like who's like it's just so unnecessary it's what literally has created just culture, not really anything, no progression towards how we are as humans and what our human race can accomplish. It's just created cultural shifts over and over again. That's all religion has done. It's been like, it's kind of like it does the same thing that politics does. I was just going to get, I was just waiting for you to finish. Yeah. Separation between church and state. There is none. There is none now. That's I mean, why, like, there's a, never been. Oh no! no oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. America has always been so religious about God, 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 God. I mean, not really like more towards Christian, Christian ways. Isn't it in um, it's in something that God is prevalent in, isn't it in, in the Constitution or something, or the Declaration of Independence? God is in everything. God is in God we trust. And God we trust exactly. Like it's it's in our politics. Like that's that's what it's. It's just that now it's, it's like, oh, form. there's different forms of belief. That's what's going to, yeah, yeah. that's what's the problem. And that's what creates the extremism in kind of like the followings as well. It's like, in the most simple terms, it's kind of like a, an, a, a cult following when it's liberal, conservative, the ideas of it, like just be, if you think of it in one way, like you are this and you kind of put into this box and it's kind of like that, that set of perimeters you can't really like go past it so it's more black and white everything is black and white and when it's not really like that you know Mm -hmm. like it's there's a lot of gray yeah there's a lot of uncertainty there's a lot of because we don't know yeah and but because we're trying to think and go through life with such black and white that it's either this way or that way or all this other stuff kind of what we're going to is like we're not looking up Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like we're so focused on putting one foot in front of the other, focused on where we're going instead of like looking up and being like, okay, like what what is out there though? I think before you look up though, you have to look within. Because once you look within, it'll tell you and it'll make more sense what's up there. 
Religion does, ex- you know, it could, we could say that it gives you discipline and structure. It's given society discipline and structure. But so does looking within, being more spiritual, learning about your body, your mind and soul as much as possible, realizing that you are in control of it all. And once you create a passion for being the strongest human being on this earth that you possibly can be, that itself creates structure and discipline. Instead, though, it creates it through, through spirituality rather than religion. But you can get the same things, practice and, and discipline and structure and, and, and leadership and whatever the qualities it is that religion can say that it gives, you can get that by also being super aware that we are all one. We are part of God's creation. And if we understand how our bodies work, how powerful we are, and how much of a responsibility we have to take care of this Because we have the power to create life. Like we are, like we have God in us in a way. Just like God created us, like we're able to create life. Yeah. So like we have that, but the only difference is, is just he was to be able to create it without like, now it's like, and it kind of goes back to a a conversation that we had on, on a prior episode, I think. That is just when God creates um, love, whenever God creates souls, he splits it into two and sends it off into the universe. And the whole purpose of it is to kind of like find each other, to find that that soulmate or to find that, um, that twin flame. Yes. So he also did that, but giving us the tools just in case... I'm just, I, I feel like at this point I'm like talking shit, but it's like just in case we did find the wrong one, we can still produce life. No, that And create sense. life. Yeah. You know, like, and that's just within us. Like, so we have the ability to create life. So we have God in us. Because it's the essence of what he's doing or has done. It's like we can do it too. And then that's what goes into the argument that I was wanting to have is like. Just a different ecosystem. He's different- creating different worlds. He's, he's. So you're telling me he's not going to create different life also? I think, you know, God, it's very confusing because no one talks about whether this God that we're always arguing over is the God of this world, like this earth, or this solar system. <laughs> you always... <laughs> or the Your universe. Your mind for so long was only on our solar system. <laughs> No, I'm saying that I had it. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> like I didn't. When, when I showed you the, the picture of just our galaxy alone and where like our solar system is at in the galaxy, we're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and you start seeing pictures of just like other shit just like that, just like thousands, thousands and thousands and, thousands and millions. Repeated, bruh. Copied and pasted? Like, just think about that. It's crazy, 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 crazy. So. And we're stuck here. Like, is our God the God of, the, of just our Earth, our solar system, or all of that other stuff? Or the galaxy, you know, God of the galaxy. Like, what is the God of that we're arguing over? Who, who is he God of? Like, I know he created Earth, and we know the story about that. But we don't know. Where's the Bible where he, where he created Pluto? Like, I don't know, you know. <laughs> You're going Pluto again. Poor Pluto. I got to bring him up Pluto once in a while. Pluto has been canceled again and again and again. <laughs> Got to give him some, 
you know, airtime. <laughs> you and Pluto, bro. <laughs> yeah, I love Pluto. Hey, <laughs> Venus is actually my planet, Astro- astrology-wise. But anyways, like the ruler of my... Is, what would mine be? I don't know. I have to look into that. But... You usually know that stuff. I Astrology, I do it lightly. I know my different signs of different my moon, my 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 sun, my ascendant, my rising, but the sleeping, the going out, the relaxing, the come mierda. Yeah, literally. And I just I just use it to to for personal development. I use it as like a guide of just kind of understanding my personality. I said this on another episode, a uh, solo episode before. That I just use it to, I've used it to be able to understand my personality more and where my per, per personality originates from, what it tends to be, what it can be. And then I just create, and then I just control it from there. Like I don't depend on it. I just use it as a guidance. Like people would read or take a personality quiz. Like astrology has a lot to do with learning about who you are. I love that. And there's something special about that. People think it's like some weird, like weird shit, but no, it is. If we are going back to, if we are a form of creation on this earth, on this planet, we are part of the universe because we're in it. Then the stars and the way that the sun was and the planets and the, the position that they were in and the you know all that matters. Then whenever we were born, yes. So. It's it's all energy, and I think that energy in the it comes from the universe. It doesn't necessarily come from God. It's just that God's using. God the is universe. the universe. God is either the universe. He created the universe, but if he didn't, if he didn't, and he's just God of planets, then or the God of our planet, or the God of our planet, then he's using the universe, and the universe acts as something that's another entity but that is an, an alliance with god they're allies so god uses the universe or god is just the employee and the universe is the boss gave in a us way. A, yeah because god gave us a soul so he uses the energies of the universe and all the elements that come with that to be able to interact and communicate with us so it's not something separate a lot of people think it's separate i think it's all together god's using that to communicate with us when people talk about science uh, science signs that's energy you know that's that's his form of mess giving us a message or whether it's our angels or whoever you know like it's using the universe for that but now if god used if god created the universe then same thing you know it's just same thing I think either way. But like there is life out there. <laughs> okay, so aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be? Huh? Can I be? Yeah. And we're back. But now, so as I was saying, um, there is other life out there. There is no other way to like... And this is, well, b- before we, we get into that, I just want to say this is why I think we work so good. It's because you're, like, going back to the analogy that, that we used before, like, you always look within and I always look up mm. in a way. Yeah. That's so important. Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. 
so I, I just wanted to say that real quick. Um, but in regards to looking up and looking out with the whole alien stuff, it's alien because it's just like we don't know. It's not human, right? Like, so we're the only humans out there. Just like that, we're pro- like we probably have the only lions. We only have the only tigers, and we have the only whatever we have here. It's the only one because it's for this world's purpose. Yeah, there can be something else that lives, and that's a civilization of its own in another world yeah. in the universe that's forever expanding. The same God, to give it a a, a name, and or just to give it kind of like a a person of symbolism, the same God that created this world and created us is the same God that keeps on creating other worlds and other galaxies and and, and the universe that's expanding. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, then he can, for lack of a, of a better phrase, just be like, yeah, I'm going to create, like, let me just create this type of life here and see how, how this civilization thrives or makes of itself. Mm, different species exactly like that's alien right like just different like because we don't know what that is i think alien is all different types of species exactly we just call alien unrecognizable right kind of just like ufo is like unidentified flying object it can be their version of a plane (laughs) yeah it can be their version of a plane it can be their version of a car but we don't recognize it so we put it as ufo Mm-hmm. That can be their form of just regular yeah. transportation. Yeah. Same thing with alien. Like that can, that can just be their life form or like whatever yeah. they are. But we give it this We're sort so naive, of figure. Actually, if you think about it. Yeah, like we just give it this sort of figure just to make us feel okay with it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, that's how a lot of stuff works. Exactly. That's the formula for a lot of stuff. Exactly. So, all in all, what I'm trying to say is that there is another form of life out there. Right. If there and I think that maybe just because I also believe that, you know, UFOs are a thing, like we're probably not the smartest ones in this universe. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's yeah. Elon Musk and Mr. That's fair Mark to Zuckerberg s- are definitely aliens. Like that's fair to say. <laughs> yeah. That we're probably not the smartest one. And why do I think that? It's because kind of what started this kind of rant on both sides is because we're so busy fighting each other and telling each other what to believe or what not, that we're not as a unit trying to figure out like what more is there and agree in the common principle of finding what else is out there that can make our lives easier. Yes. You know? Yes. Or just give us more grounding or give us more calming or give us just... Because we're not, like, we're looking within to look without. Like, we're not looking at each other and always fighting each other. And trying to capitalize to see who's higher than the next in this hierarchy and all this animalistic kind of mentality of wanting to be the top dog, wanting to be the king of the jungle. Like, we're so busy with that in all forms and facets, whether it be sports, whether it be politics, whether it be in just in your work environment, whether that be in religion, which one is the best religion, which one is the religion, which Bible, like, what is it that we follow? What, like, all that stuff is control, is all hierarchy, is all to be that top dog in whatever field that they feel they can best 
be, right? So all that fight is happening within this world in every country in all its different ways that in, an, in another country with another species, with another alien, with another life form, planet. with another planet that's somewhere out there that has the same kind of bandwidth that we would have, right? But just be more unified as a world in total, they can, as a whole entire world, get together and see what else is out there, and that's what we see as UFOs. Yeah. But what if once we understand there's other forms life forms on different planets now we're just now there's a whole other election coming and it's all right who's going to be the ruler of this planet like that's every single time we form civilizations no matter what we know so so you think that that would cause more wars and more it shouldn't it's just our human nature that's why i feel like we need to heal first before like i don't think we're ready to even understand what's out there. And maybe we'll never be. Maybe we're not supposed to know. And that's what even makes us who we are because we always want to know more and more. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me playing devil's advocate because I do in my core believe that something that we should be elevating towards the next level of our human race because we're powerful Look at evolution and we've we've we we've changed. I mean, a lot of people don't believe in evolution, but let's just maybe then stick with the fact that environmental factors have a lot to do with how we interact with life and on this on this earth, how humans interact. So environmental factors have changed. What we eat has changed. All that I mean, I mean the, the way that we consume stuff has changed. Our minds have been altered in many different ways because it's been stimulated in different ways as evolution comes to being, evolution and technology, whatever. That, all those things alter who we are and how and change who we are. How our physical and our, our mental. And so we could take either steps back or step forward. But that's why looking within yourself is so important and healing is so important. Whatever you need to heal, you find that through that process, through that spiritual understanding that we're all one. Because now you're like, oh, if we're all one, if I really do matter on this planet. I can make a difference. I, I am powerful. I'm a human freaking being. Like, let me use this body and this vessel in the best way. And who knows? Maybe we'll reach a place where we'll, we're... We're literally like, um, how do you call that? Not immortal, but we have immortal powers. Like, let's say, like, what if we start to discover things about what we can do as a human race? Like, maybe that's what other life forms have done, other aliens. They've surpassed all these little issues that we have as humans. And so they've been able to... Once again, you're looking within. Discover. They've been able to discover things. Well, it kind of goes to what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it but I'm saying like, but you're... But you're uh, you're seeing it as a look within kind of thing back well yeah because that's my well, you need both yeah but that's can, what can lead to then ascending into a different 
that's the reason why I say we need to heal first before we understand that there's different planets out there. Because then we're going to fuck that shit up too. You know what I mean? And I think what we have to really worry about right now, because I wish that we can have that kind of outlook and look up. But the way that this world is kind of trending and kind of going back into this country is kind of trending is to virtual reality, augmented reality, like getting away from this reality and being basically submerged into technology, being one with technology. That's kind of where... Do you think that's good? I think it's cool. Like, if we're going to, like, talk about it and just be like, damn, like, that's going to be cool. Like, it's going to be awesome. Like, that sounds like a dope concept. I wouldn't want to live. I, I wouldn't want to be around whenever it's a thing. Like, I'll probably want to be around towards, like, the my tail end, like, my tail end of my life. I would like to at least witness it. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to be a part of it. Yeah. Because it's that's. Inevitable. Huh? It's inevitable, unfortunately. I know. And, and that's, it's just a matter of, like, when is that going to happen? And I mean, what if we, what if some form of technology does make things better, like in science and medi- medicine? But that's but you where I know think is, it's going to be weaponized first. It's going to be weaponized first or misused first. Exactly. It, whatever. Yeah. And that's, and that's with everything. It's, it's, it, and exactly eventually it's going to end up then being used for good. Mm. Or I, like, I don't know, like, they're going to use that. And then I, I don't like I'm saying, I don't know. Maybe that's what the aliens are, is just what's left of their civilization. Or aliens have been able to find and utilize this, their technology and the investment of their technology in the best ways. Like in the, or in the, I don't know, there could be good, bad aliens and bad aliens. Who knows? Like, I don't think every planet's going to be the same. What if there's no concept of good or bad? Like, that's just another or, or thing. That, like, yeah, what if in their concept? Yeah. Like, it's just for them. We it's just, just exploring. Like, there's no good or bad. Like, it's just, just exploring. Exactly. Like, they're just that, like, living is seeing other life forms. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why they we have encounters. Because Supposedly. they come and they try to study us. Supposedly. Supposedly. Of course, this is all in theory. Imagine, when do you think we'll even ever be st- start to study aliens? Like, we study space. Okay, now, when's the next step? How do we start studying different life forms? I, I mean, think we're it's already all looking for- combined. We're already it's looking for clouds and stuff and stars. And so we found out there was clouds of... Uh, That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's all connected. Like, they're doing that and they're... And this is my theory, obviously. But I'm, I kind of... I don't know. I, I kind of, like, feed more into, like, the conspiracy theory of it all. But, I mean, for me, it's just questioning. I always question, you know, like, what if? I think it's what they're giving us is other worlds and gases and all this other stuff. What they're keeping to themselves is other life forms and other type of aliens. There's no way that you can see a picture of a of a world that's 20 billion light years away, right? And you can see a clear picture of it, and you can't see if there's any life one light year away, right? Well, I don't know how, like, that far that would be or, like, 10, 10, you know, instead of like 20 billion light years away, like 20 million light years away. Mm-hmm. Like you can't tell me that they can't see life if, there's, if it's there. So I think that within that, 
yeah, they're trying to see how far can this go. Like, let's they show. They just can't tell the public that. That's what they're looking for. Because if not, then that cause just mass chaos. And then now that'll be another because social everything that issue. We're fi- exactly. Because everything now that we're fighting or about religion. now is irrelevant. Yeah. So then what way do they have to control us? Or what if since the government is. If you is- tell us that there's other life forms out there, then why does this matter then? Exactly. So that's why they withhold information. For sure. The government knows stuff. That's what I think. Because government is so deep in NASA that they're not going to, or NASA, isn't it still NASA? Yeah, it's NASA. Um. Yeah, I mean. X space, whatever. Yeah. SpaceX. No, it's not the same thing. I thought it was, I thought it wasn't. Oh, whatever. Bruh, whatever. Listen, they. We don't got a Jamie to fact check. No, Jamie. They work together. And so that's also a form of. Exactly how politics works here. There's going to be special interests that keep information from the public. Like they do it already not, with just like normal stuff. If we knew about aliens in other forms or if maybe possibility on another earth, that would be, yo, we're not ready for that. And also, even just if there isn't any physical solution or or demand right after that knowledge because it's like yeah we have it we're not gonna do nothing about it we're not gonna all just start moving to another planet like that might not happen for another thousand years but hundreds of years maybe actually but just already having that knowledge will change our behavior our course yes like our course of life would change yeah like if we notice that like and and once again this is all in theory because like i don't know how human race will react to it because I don't know exactly when it's going to happen. Just the way that we're evolving as of right now as a society, I don't know where that mind frame would be like 50 years from now of people yeah. our age. So yeah. it can, whenever that happens, they can have a fuck it attitude. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying as of right now, like what I would think, and I hope like that's what, when it comes to this, that they would then shift all their energy into reaching that. Like getting there in the mm-hmm. most efficient way possible, mm-hmm. or some way of like you know trying to transport, and maybe it'll be more of an egotistical kind of way. They would want to conquer the world, but then I mean I don't. I feel like with that though, like some good could happen, and there will be some like technological advances. There's gonna be good and evil, but and then I think that's in gonna everything. lead to like symbiotic like people. Like we're gonna be one with technology, and I don't want that. That's what I'm trying to say. Like that's like a slippery slope. That well, you I can think go that's down. agreed, and I think that's how far it goes in this country. But maybe, or I mean, this country, this world. But what if it's not like that somewhere else? Like, what if there's no there's no desire to get to that place of laziness that you want technology to replace us? You're actually just trying to utilize it, and and it stays there. Like, things don't have to reach that extreme. That only happens in the Western civilization. And the West is is where we take shit because we can, because we have the money. So it's like that's where that choosing good comes in. It's like be okay with what you got and, and appreciate it for what it is because evil is still a result Relevant. of good. Like, you need good with evil and evil with good. It's just how it is. And so... Don't take it so far to the point where now it has a p- 
power that controls, I mean, it overpowers everything. It, we all need to learn how to work with things rather than against, either against or for. Like it needs to be with. Does that make sense? Like yeah. it needs to be a flow. But we have greed and we have power and we have all these other qualities and traits that are blocks and don't allow that flow to But you think that happen. we would work with when if we I think, find other life? I think other life might be doing that already. So then maybe we'll get influenced by it. So it could be good or we can destroy their their flow. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like that's uh, that, that's where it gets tricky. Like do we get inspired or do we get competitive? Period. That's the words that I was looking for. Yeah. So that. Yeah. That, I don't know. I don't know. But at least having these conversations is good because it gets us somewhere. And we're, I think, so far away from any of this even being a thing but usually shit happens because we don't talk about it beforehand. We don't see it coming. So might as well talk but about it now. But the fact that we are talking about it, though, means that... We're close. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's coming. Yeah. Might not be in our lifetime. But, you know, but who knows? Because kind of like what I was saying, is just like augmented reality is coming. Mm-hmm. Right. So then who knows how much faster that pushes in the capitalistic world and how competitive and high nature it is here. That is always just like constant, 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 just like one upping of whatever it is, because if not, then you get lost behind. And you get forgotten. That's oh. why iPhones are coming out like every year. Like bruh. it's just like, bro, it's like manufacturing. All they do is changing the cameras. Well, we were talking about it yesterday. With the whole like... That's going to happen with augmented reality and that's going to push technology just forward. So who knows how fast that comes. And it's not going to be available to everyone right away. Yep. That means that while it's available to just the people that can afford it, they are going to... That's that period of time where the product on the market makes its shift, its impact. Where no one else can use it in a way that's different and distracts from what the people at powers, the powers of that be. That'd be the new shiny toy that everybody wants. Yeah. But they're going to take that time to where not everyone is, has access to it to be able to influence with it. But However they want. That's what makes it so attractive. To start thinking. Yep. The the, and that's what makes it so attractive. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. That that's the new shiny toy. Like, yeah. Cause the toy itself doesn't really do much. It's the, the, the the motivation to have that toy, like what does it do for you? And the only way that people will have a drive to even buy it or want or desire is that if the people it that escapes the top from this world that have the most influence are really telling you how it can help you and yep. how you can use it to your benefit. And then you also see like it's an escape, right? So then it's a substitute for drugs. Yeah. It's an escape. It's a substitute for travel. It's an escape. It's a substitute for then having to deal with people and then to and then it just slowly starts shifting society and civilization. And that's obviously it's like becoming like a doomsday thing. But like that's why I like so much repeat the uh the book and then the movie like nineteen sixty five or nineteen sixty four. Oh yeah. It is. But it's kind of like that kind of mentality. 
And I kind of, it'll lead to that in a way, just us. Let's see. I mean, it's good to know what can happen. 1984 is the book. It's good to know what can happen, period. 1984? Yes. That's that's the point in having conversation. Is having all the options laid out so that you are, no surprises. There should be no surprises, right? Like, we should be so... um, intellectually stimulated that we can develop these different ideas of what can happen so that we're ready for it check it i'm I'm gonna tell you what the book's about so the primary theme of 1984 by george orwell is to warn readers of the dangers of totalitarianism the central focus of the book is to convey the extreme level of control and power possible under a truly totalitarian regime it explores how such a governmental system would impact society and the people who live in it oh wow i need to watch that or read it read it yeah it's only like 380 some pages you can do a paperback that's how i read it you read it yeah i read it in high school i think oh my gosh wow. i read that and i read uh four and uh fahrenheit 451 ready for doomsday since doomsday <laughs> i can away yeah yeah that's amazing but it, it just it just shows like how extreme it can get because we're saying all of this and if we're thinking it right and we would never want something to like that to happen to for this augmented reality to basically change society and shift society that instead of actually going out and being with one another like you're just on your couch but like shows like black mirror have showed it that's what I was going to get into. So Are shows these... like that have showed it. Like we're talking about it. There's other movies, other shows that kind of do the same thing. You know that there's somebody out there that is going to. Um, hold on here. So you know that there's there's somebody out there who's going to want to take this and. Cre- like want control of it. Yeah. Who created it? Who's making like who's who's controlling it? Who's the one that's manipulating it? Yeah. And that person's going to have the power. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think that movies and shows and all that are just simply predicting the future? Like they're not only entertaining. They're predicting the future. They're people like us that just have that art form to be able to put it into a movie or a show. But people that actually put themselves into these focused you know, a period of times where they do actually take their ideas from the same experiences that we're having, which is a human experience, but they blow it up and they actually put it out to the masses. And that's the only difference. So they're actually also just maybe having the same conversations, but they just turn it into the art form. So are they predicting what's happening or what's going to happen? Their talent just, is able to take them to a place where they can actually visually create the ideas that maybe we talk about or that we feel, um, which is so powerful because then we're able to see what could possibly happen. But do we just settle with it just being entertainment and we're not really actually using it and seeing it? Like, And this isn't all of it. I think it, 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 it depends because it has already predicted a bunch of stuff like technology. So what if those movies and shows that talk about the end of the world or end of times it may be way far out or or even just maybe they make it extreme and they're extreme with it with like the end of times. But their storyline is pretty freaking accurate. 
Yeah, I think it, it depends on the kind of movie or like the concept of it because you can easily say that and also say that a zombie apocalypse is going to come. Like there's movies of zombie apocalypse or like of like World War Z and like stuff like that. That's it's what I'm like, saying. I didn't say all. Well, yeah. yeah. And the storyline might be accurate with what can happen, but not just the result. Like but the I'm result saying is like, creative. So what? Well, like I'm I'm saying that to say like there's things that we think about and that we talk about and and we can kind of see how life can turn that way, but then it can always just steer one way or, or the other like like this just with one decision or one t- product or whatever happens like that just changed like covid shifted society just boom covid hit shifted society like, things that we can't control so i think that there are some movies or people that make movies that do it and they're just like in conversation they talk about it just like yeah like i, I can see how this can happen I can see how that can happen and they take that and they make a movie out of it and life just turns out that way. So it's not them predicting it. They're just doing it kind of how like we're talking about it and just allowing their mind to wander. It just so happened that it shifted towards that. I mean, yeah, we could take it as like we get influenced by movies and that's how they happen or movies are literally just our conversations being played out in real time so yeah. it's like a warning but yeah. that's just how everything is i don't know it's already predicted so much it's just kind of reflecting the way that we all think and what we all fear but we also what, but also what we want it's a reflection and then it gets creative and that's where we could take it literally or figuratively but the message is there why would there even be a movie about that? If that means that there's someone's someone's thinking about it. Someone's thinking about that. That means that they've gotten influenced by their reality somehow to mm. get to that idea to then be able to actually make that movie. I got you. So it is a reflection of oh, what's they have happening. Some sort of connection with somebody that and I got you. I got you. It's a reflection of what's happening and who we are. In a way it sometimes it's, it's dramatized. They, it's dramatized. To but, make money. Mm-hmm. But the essence or like the concept of it is true. Yeah. Like podcasts are nothing compared to what movies do. For now. For No, for now. Right. For now. Because podcasts are just starting to, you know, be a huge thing again. But it's a vi- it's that visual aspect that tricks us. Is it just entertainment or is it really because we, we forget that the process of that person to even get to create that yeah it's probably the same thing that we go through yeah so that's what i mean they're just able to put like pen to paper or like actually type it out and dramatize it in isn't this water like banging with himalayan salt yeah it is a little bit i liked it more when there was like more water than it is now now it's like very strong in water oh yeah of course we drank it all but it's like so good that back to the water that we started this but uh i think it's on on that point we can uh wrap it up and we got on a little uh, rant, a little inspired rant there. I'm talking about it all. Yeah, for real. Not really, but yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode all about perspective. Follow us on our Instagrams down below. We actually have now an all about perspective podcast Instagram. It's exactly called that. Down below, check it out. We'll be updating on the episodes, doing chats, Q&As, polls, 
We like to hear from you. And um, so follow us on there. We upload every Tuesday and Thursday. The segment, another conversation for another day, which we need to change to just a a conversation for another day. But anyways, (laughs) that's our solo episodes every Tuesdays. And then Thursdays, you find us here talking together or with other people. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Write out a review about what you think about this podcast. How does it make you feel? That will help a lot. And it's the Danny signing off. Wishing y'all much love, great health. Stay blessed. Peace. Peace.